Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Piss Poor Cinema. We're still playing around with our formula. We thought for the selection of films, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and kind of spontaneously browse through all the different streaming services. So every single film that we come across and we do episodes on, you can actually find on any streaming service, whether that be Amazon or Binge or Stan or Apple or Netflix. So uh, this episode is on 1987's Jane and the Lost City. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Piss Poor Cinema. Are we calling it Piss oh Poor Cinema? Fucking Christ. <laughs> Good. I know what you could do. You could you could talk about 1987 as a good year in film, and talk about the, the good films that came out that year. 1987. Dirty Dancing, Full Metal Jacket, Movies. Roxanne, Empire of the Sun, The Lost Boys. Shit, there's actually a lot. Can't yeah. Buy Me Love, The Untouchables, Wall Street, The Princess Bride, Overboard, oh my God. Fatal Attraction. How the fuck was this one year? Oh my God. There's a lot of shit going on here. The, the Bumba. This week. Oh, Good Morning Vietnam. Over the top. Good Morning Vietnam. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> All this shit's going on. I wonder if James just sort of fell in obscurity. Oh, the first Hellraiser came out. Throw Mama from the Train, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The Running Man in the same year. Oh my god. Robocop? Robocop. Holy in shit. the space? The li- Living Daylights. Evil Dead 2. Lethal Weapon. First one. Oh my god. Jaws the Revenge. No, Jaws, Jaws the, the Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, that's not worth mentioning. Police Academy 4, Broadcast News. Beverly Hills Cop 2? Wow. There's a lot of big franchises started in that year, like Lethal Weapon and Predator. Yeah. Massive friend Robocop. Fuck me. The big franchises. Another big franchise is Hellraiser. Yeah. That spawned heaps of sequels. Princess Bride. It's like one of the most famous movies ever. Is it though? It is. Amazing Arizona. That was a great film. Holy shit. Spielberg was doing his usual with Empire of the Sun. His usual. That film was beautiful. Yeah. Hey, did you want to learn some fun facts about films that came out in 1987 and their respective quality? Well, here are just some. Dirty Dancing, Full Metal Jacket, Roxanne, Empire of the Sun, The Lost Boys, Untouchables, The Princess Bride, Overboard. What else we got? Witches of Eastwick. Witches of Eastwick. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes. Predator. Predator. Robocop. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Hellraiser. Ooh. Moonstruck. Not much else. Oh, Evil Dead 2. Yes. Adventures in babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> Did you mention Lethal Weapon? I don't know. Lethal Weapon 2! <laughs> oh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon, Weapon 1! <laughs> <laughs> Raising Arizona! Why are we talking about that, Jake? Well, the film that we're about to watch is actually a 1987 film mm. with equally less quality. That doesn't make sense. It's a bad film. I'm trying. I'm trying to trump it up to be a really bad film. It's it's horrifying. Take the quality and the production value of all these other films we've just said, yeah. and then reduce it down and put it in the category of uh, sexism and and horrifying. I wouldn't 1940s. say sexism. I would say sexual assault. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Straight well, up. Just, what did it just take you? Know, you? Let's call a spade a spade. Let's call <laughs> That's a spade. <laughs> so put it in that basket and then also put it in the basket of just horrible spoofish cinema, which is actually, it's not that bad if yeah, you it, remove the sexual assault. Interestingly, like it's got production like it, it, it's got production value so they're, they're putting money into its sets its costumes yeah you know there's a lot of work going on there hell so it's it's almost as if like there there was an effort from someone in the art department to be like let's just make this like a decent movie yeah but they um i think they fell short the film we are talking about of which is jane and of the lost which- uncle of which I just said Jane and the Lost Uncle. <laughs> sorry. At least the film we're talking about of which. Of which? That doesn't make sense. Oh, sorry. The film <laughs> in which we're talking of. No. Of which? Just say the film we're talking about. What? I, that's how I normally speak. Of which? Yeah. You say of which all the time. The film of which, yeah. The car of which I speak is the Nissan Pulsar. Okay. Well, don't say we're talking about that. That just makes it weird. Just what do you mean? The film of which I speak. Oh, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying, well, just I'm, like trying to be, I'm trying to be 50 50 eloquent and then in, no, in normal no be uh, normal <laughs> i'm trying to be normal that's generally how i speak is it because yeah. you, you don't fucking listen to me <laughs> so the film we're talking about today is <laughs> the film that we're talking about today is jane and the lost jungle no Still got it wrong. What? It's Jane and the Lost City, Jay. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking fuck this. Okay. See, it made such an impression on you that you struggled to remember the yeah. name of it. Oh, I told you, I need some dexamphetamine. <laughs> fucking hell! The film we're talking about today is actually Jane and the Lost City. It's a 1987 film, uh, and it was directed by. Quick, Google it. I bet I'll get it. Terry Marcel. Terry Marcel, actually, funny enough, I do know this off the top of my head. Really? Yeah. Terry Marcel. I've never heard of him. How do you know him? Terry Marcel is the dad of Kelly Marcel. (laughs) Kelly Marcel helped write Venom Let There Be Carnage. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez, that's like a two steps to bloody Marvel thing, isn't it? Fifty Shades of Grey, Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage. Kelly Marcel's actually a film screenwriter. Saving Mr. Banks. Jeez, I wonder if in her autobiography she says I was inspired by my dad. Yeah. <laughs> to write just the shittiest characters imaginable. Yeah. And the and all the sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't I start writing a film about like this alien parasite that just has no consent over taking over someone else's body from the inside? Yeah. yeah. My dad inspired me. <laughs> the dad's a I grew up watching it. all my dad's movies where he ripped clothes off women and laughed oh, at them. Yuck. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, it's a 1987 film. Um, it was it's from the UK, which is which is quite fascinating. Um, Why is that fascinating, Jake? Because, um, because the actors Britain's are not... just a magical place. <laughs> I, I find it fascinating because it's a film that has just American values like all over it. I would yeah. say. I feel like it's like Britain trying to emulate Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then making it overly sexualized. Oh, yeah, throwing in a heap of sexual assault. Oh, yeah. Okay, what's the movie about? So basically, it's based off an old UK comic that used to appear in uh, in newspapers like Daily Tabloid. Mirror. Yeah, tablo- oh, the Daily Mirror. Yeah. Really? 
Really? Mm. Wow. I know that because I Googled the comic strip and found it on Amazon and decided I want to buy it. But oh, your wife says you have to wait till like next pay cycle. That's right. So, Rod's bite now, and I tell her. <laughs> I do that shit all the time. <laughs> so it's based off this uh, comic strip, yeah. And um, the comic strip, as far as we know, is like this weird kind of like Betty Boop meets Tintin kind of yeah, because <laughs> it was thing. written in like 1932 or whatever. Yeah, 1930s. Yep. And so, pretty much the only thing they could go off or draw from was Betty Boop. Yeah. Maybe a bit of Mickey Mouse. Man, ooh. <laughs> so Mouse. there could possibly be some Minnie Mouse in there somewhere if we looked hard enough. Potentially. <laughs> um, but definitely Betty Boop, I feel. I feel like it's because yeah. all the bending over that Betty Boop used to do, oh. you know how she'd keep her legs straight and she'd yeah, drop pencils she just... all the fucking time? <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, oh, my God, I dropped another pencil. Let me just keep my legs straight and I'll bend right over it and then just point my ass in your direction while I'm doing it. <laughs> no, you're right. I think she's she's very much uh, this cartoon Jane. It's yes. very much the adult version of Betty Boot, probably for the boys that are sick of jerking off to eight-year-old Betty Boot. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would imagine that because church is so prominent in those days, it'd be like a oh, modicum yeah. of guilt around <laughs> this, you know, like, excuse mom, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, I'll take my Betty Boot comic with me, you know, because, you know, you've got to rub one off. And then you're sitting in the bathroom and you're just jerking off to Betty Boot going, fuck this shit, what, is, what am I doing? Um, and I bet you any money, he, the, the author probably was like, it was literally, yeah, fuck this shit, I'm going to draw my own porno, you know, and it's going to be called Jane. She's going to be a World War II hero and she's going to bend over a lot <laughs> in her own. Clothes are going to fall off. Just, all just, the fucking time. Just going back to <laughs> to what you the before, I'm pretty certain that a Betty Boot comic is like the safest thing to have in a church bathroom. For you know, boy. <laughs> like, it's the closest to porn you get, son. Yeah. In you go, rub one off, and be back to choir in five minutes. <laughs> I'll come in and join you in a minute. <laughs> So they've taken this 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 comic and they've made it into into a film, which I guess it was. It's hard to tell. It seems like it was supposed to be especially kind of spoofish. Yeah, I think um, I get the feeling that the director was like, "This is shit. This is fucking oh, shit. Yeah. There's no way I can elevate this to compete with Indiana Jones. Just can't fucking do it. <laughs> so we're going to just spoof the shit out of it." I'm going to bring in people to act in comedic ways and then we're just going to take a close off every chance we get and then we'll call that a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done. Let's just sell it. Push it. Push it. Fuck. Where's the lunchboxes? You know? But it's an adventure film and I get, yeah. I get very strong Indiana Jones vibes from it. Mm. But that's not surprising because, um, you know, if you think about Hollywood's love affair with like Tarzan, there's decades of Tarzan films, um, jungle exploration. Then there was that um, Ron Eli fucking guy who did all that jungle exploring. What was that called? Oh, um, bronze is bronze something or other. Yeah. And they tried to launch that right when. Um, let me just Google that. I'm just going to go Ron Eli. So, I'll talk about this in a sec since I Google it. Mm. Ron Eli movies. It was bronze something or other. Doc Savage, that's it, the man. Oh, Doc Savage. Yes, he's called the man of bronze. Yeah, and that's Marvel comic as well. Okay, so 
I kind of get that get strong Indiana Jones vibes from this, and it's because um, of Hollywood's love affair with Tarzan. There's decades of those films, but there's also other franchises that they tried to get off the ground, like Doc Savage, Ronnie Lai, uh, who did Tarzan TV shows, right? You know? And then they put him in the movies as Doc Savage, the Man of Bronze, and that's all big jungle theme thing, and. Probably didn't have the right director, writer, production, money, producer, filmmakers, cameramen, editors, the whole works. You know, I feel like they kind of sourced all that industry from high school yeah. <laughs> instead of actual industry. Yeah. And uh, and so they thought, well, fuck, Doc Savage didn't work, so let's give this obscure give this fucking, fucking jungle comic book spy shit a go. <laughs> but they probably thought they were on a winner in some parts too because they had a film that had all of the appeal of Indiana Jones plus... You know, the female character of this story got a gear off. All the time. All the fucking All time. All the fucking time. You know, and I remember thinking, you know, when I was watching Indiana Jones and the Razor Lost Ark, I was just thinking, what does Karen look like nude? You know, <laughs> I, I fucking Karen. never got that opportunity. You know, Karen, take your fucking top off, man. I want to see something. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> Jesus. You mean Marion? Is it Marion? It's Marion. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Karen. Who's Karen? Karen, get your fucking clothes on. Is her name Karen, the actress? Like, why do I say Karen? I don't know. I don't think it is. Is it? No. Marion. I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Karen, just take the clothes off. <laughs> I would like to say. No, but I'm serious. I think they're on a winner here because they had a female character who was getting half naked, whereas Indiana Jones, you never got that. My theory is they took the clothes off male heroes in the 80s to prove that they can fight, mm. whereas they used sex appeal with female characters, took the clothes off them, not to prove they can fight because they're always fucking squealing, um, you know, to just give them an excuse to be gawked at by okay. the audience. Yeah, I don't no, think, that's I mean, fair. yes, there were audience members who were gawking at the male characters, yeah. but I don't think that's why they were represented like that. No, but what about this guy? And there's a guy in this film. He never film. took his shirt off. No, but he's always got his shirts all the way unbuttoned. Yeah, he's a sex yeah, object. Oh, no, maybe. Because he did Flash Gordon. Yes. He's a sex object. Yeah. But he um, probably didn't take his shirt off because he doesn't have a full-on action body. Because Sam Jones is not a guy that spends all his hours in gym like you do. Um, well, you know how you have such an amazing six pack and those, you know, rib bumps that you keep showing me all the time. <laughs> Sam Jones doesn't have those. I'd like you to die, like right, <laughs> right now. I'd like you to die. That was an in joke, everybody. Yeah, if you don't understand, yeah. Every fucking dinner we have people over. <laughs> hey, Jake, Jake, fuck shit up. Yeah, you fucking do it. Show them the six pack, Jake, I and your fucking ribs. Show them ribs, And I Jake. know we don't have. I know I don't have abs. That's the whole fucking point. I don't want them because... Okay, just quickly, side, side, fucking sidebar. I'm going to rant now. Yeah. All right, have your rant. Fuck yeah, I'm going to be on rant. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. But the point is, it's bad that I think that. Okay, stop thinking it. 
I can't. It's so hard. There you go. I saved you thousands of dollars of psychotherapy. <laughs> Just stop thinking of Jake. Just say, yeah. Done. I have to admit, like, when, when you grind the gym and exercise and shit, you Can you, you stop you... saying grind? It's like your new favorite word, but saying grind on it's a just... podcast like this, people are going to associate it with, like, grinder and, like, gay ah, sex. It's just like you and pegging last week. Yeah. So, okay, got you. I love it. But grinding is a legit term. It's a gaming term <laughs> where you is just it, spend I, hours just doing the same shit over I, and over again. I don't think it's specifically a, a gaming term. It's like it's a hard grind. No, it's been appropriated by gaming though. Oh, and okay. Yep. So when people say grind on the net, they're not talking about fucking rubbing their dick on a vagina while wearing pants. Rubbing dick. No, that's frottage. Yeah. Well, they're not talking about that. They're talking about like, you know, spending hours collecting shit right. in a game. Um that is just monotonous and boring, but you have to do it in order to proceed in the game. So I I liken gym attendance oh. and and doing all the gym exercise every day, the same shit, day in, day in, day in, day out. I refer to that in terms of grinding. Because you're doing the same shit every fucking... That's why I got sick of it. I can't play games where you got to grind like all the fucking time doing the same stuff for hours and hours. I can't do it. I get bored of it. And I just switch it off and go away. And that's why I quit gym. It was the same shit. I'd go there and be like, no, it's fucking Wednesday. It's leg day. Okay, I'll do leg. And then, oh, it's Thursday. Okay, it's fucking arm day. And then, oh, yeah, it's fucking Friday. It's, it's, you know. And then back to Wednesday. Oh, it's legs again. (laughs) Fucking hell. What are we up to? Why don't we... um, We we should start with... We were talking a little bit about how it's like Indiana Jones. Oh, do you know the other thing I noticed about this, Jake... Is that um, did you notice that the the location changes mirror Indiana Jones? Yeah, starts in the jungle, moves into the city, uh, into a university or whatever, then goes into like travel, traveling yeah. to a location, you yeah, know, and then going into the adventure mode, yeah, of it all when you finally get there. Yeah, the only thing that I didn't like was they use a couple shots verbatim from Raiders, my favorite film. Well, of course they would. Yeah, but it's trying to be like Raiders. Yeah, I know. But like, it's just, it's spoofish to me. And I don't like, I don't like, I like satire. I don't like spoof though. Like when people think of spoof, they think of scary movie where it's like, you know, very on your sleeve. I don't know. It's like they they, they want to keep it lighthearted, mm. but they don't want to make it a comedy. Yeah. They want to make it a lighthearted action. And I reckon it's probably like one of the first attempts. Like I know action comedies have been around for a long time and we know that one of the best ones came out the same year, which is Lethal Weapon, right? Yeah. One of the greatest action comedies, even Beverly Hills Cop. So there's precedence going on here for this filmmaker. So he's seen action comedy. But I guess when you're dealing with a writer and a largely uninspired director who is probably reading the comics in the toilet and <laughs> and thinking, you know, I'm just going to pretty much do the same shit the comic's doing. So it's uninspired. Yeah. You know, um, I just feel like it's 30% there. Fair. But if there was a better mind behind it, it could have been a great action comedy. Yeah, and we we were talking about the one thing that we were talking about this whole time. So we sh- we should talk about that specifically. The narrative is basically the idea that there's this diamond mine in a city. So it's pretty much the idea and the 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 backstory of ah oh, fuck. I just had it. King Solomon's mine. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say it's very King Solomon's mine, isn't it? Yeah. So he wrote diamond the- fucking. 
cities and shit. The the film's narrative is King Solomon's mind, really. Yes. When you think about it. The only thing it doesn't have is like a couple of the characters that they did and really the essence of it. Who's the actor out of King Solomon's Minds? Which version? Sorry, the character. Who's the character out of King Solomon's Minds? It's Alan Quartermain. Alan Quartermain, that's it. He was also used in a fucking abysmal way in... um, Oh, yeah, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I fucking hate that film. Yeah, everyone does. It's such dog shit. Yeah. So that's the premise of the film is is basically there's... King Solomon's Mines. King Solomon's Mines. So yeah. There's a mine filled with diamonds and these people want to go and get it. Lost in the jungle. Lost in the jungle. Where is it? But, I, want, I want to find it. But... We'll uh, compete with Nazis to get there. It's a race. Yeah. It's King, it's King Solomon's Mines with Raiders. And so Jane is... She's the secretary slash assistant of this dude who's... Yeah, which I swear to Christ is probably not what the comic is doing because she's she's marketed as a spy in World War One. Yeah. Maybe. World War Two. World War Two. World War One. Jesus fucking Christ, Matthew. Well, I don't know. It was written it's in 1932. It can't be World War II. in this film. Oh, okay, so in the film it's World War Two. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she's she's basically going there to. She's uh, the colonel's secretary. Yes, and the yes. colonel is the one who's originally sought out to go and find the mines. Oh yeah, that's right. But because she, he was asked by Winston Churchill. Yeah. To fund the war effort, and he's like, "Fuck, how am I going to do that?" Oh yeah, there's this lost diamond city in the middle of Africa. Yeah. We'll go and get that. And the Nazis are not going after it. And who the fuck do they select? The most posh English dude who was born in South Africa <laughs> to go and fucking find it. He's like 95 years old. And he's got one of those like accents. Which oh, that's I- a Nazi. That's a Nazi guy. He was hired by the what? Nazis to go and find no, it. No, the colonel oh. in this film is hired you were just Winston talking about Churchill. the Nazis, though. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm saying the fucking Nazis are there. Yeah. But just let me talk. Stop <laughs> interrupting my shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nazi- That's my job. My job in this show is to interrupt you. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> I'm like Dickie. It's, it's, it's such a pain in the ass. It's fuck, It's like having a second voice it's in It's like my you're head. talking away about something and I pop up behind the table and go, hey, oh, what about this? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, all right. Hey, the plot. Fuck, I, I was fucking midway through the plot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, point is they go, this is where we fuck up every time yeah. as well. I feel like we, we have no structure in this show. No, the point is. It, but what okay. we decided that we would just we would just walk our way through the story and yeah. talk about it as it's we go. It's supposed to be spontaneous. Yeah. But it's fucking, oh. Okay, so the story starts with. So the story. I'm no, I'm not going back to how it starts. I'm gonna. <laughs> have you I'm gonna, talked about it and started the story again? Yes, I fucking have. She's been recruited by Winston Churchill. That's the start of the story. What do you mean? <laughs> this guy runs out of the bush and says, "I'm not going for diamond, detail." Diamond, and he <laughs> dies, and then the, the diamond rolls down the hill in the laps of the Germans. That's how the Germans found out. They're like, oh, fuck, there's a diamond there. Cool. I'm not going for the intricacies of the story because that (laughs) leads to this. We get fucked up and stuck on stuff. Okay. We were just going to have like a brief overlap. Okay, overlap. Overview. Overview. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So Jane is. (sighs) Fuck. (laughs) No, fuck it. I'll cue you in. I'll cue you in. No, I'm not editing this. We're going. So Jane is. Fuck this, I'm gonna get some water. Fuck. There's cold water in the fridge. Oh, that's okay. I'll just use tap water. No, get a cold bottle. It'll freshen you up. Here's the other thing, Jake. Like it's it's on the docks boarding a ship, just like in Raiders. Yeah. 
So it's like they, they literally just structure this whole narrative around the sets of Indiana Jones. What was Raiders? 80, 80? 1980? I feel like I want to say 1982. 1983? So the only person they could find... No, fuck. Okay. So there are two competing parties. There's the Germans and then there's the British. And they're both after the diamonds. Yeah. So they're both after the diamonds and the British have gotten uh, this colonel with uh, his assistant and, and his He's partner. a 90-year-old geriatric, right? He's a 90-year-old geriatric, yeah. yeah. not He's not a Nazi. Is he coming out of retirement to do this? Uh, no, apparently I think he was working the whole he's time. still active yeah, in duty? Yeah, he was 90 years old. Okay, so 90-year-old geriatric professor. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's over there. No, they, Colonel. Colonel, Sorry. yeah. Because yeah. they choose him specifically because he was born in South Africa and then never fucking lived there again. And they're yeah. like, oh, he's our African yeah. expert. So <laughs> they said there like one scene where he says, oh, yeah, so how long did you live in South Africa? He's like, oh, six months. Yeah, it's six <laughs> months or two weeks or some shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So you're the perfect guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know all the ins and outs of Africa <laughs> in six months and shit, there's not much else to learn, is there? Obviously. No, literally. <laughs> Just learn the division of labor and you're good. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know, the race problem in yeah. Africa, less than over. Um, so the idea is, yeah, he's gone over there. Jane's the secretary. She's gone with him. They are Butler. racing against the Butler. Butler, two. Butler yeah. two. They're racing against the Nazis, which mm. are also on their way. They've mm. got a they've got a professor that's scoping shit out. the Nazi car. So who's the boss of that one? <clears throat> oh, it's this, actually, she's really beautiful. She, what, she was... She, you uh, like her deck, do you? She's beautiful, yeah. I was a bit of a fan of Jane. But yeah, to be honest, Jane got her clothes off. See, the the Nazi woman <laughs> didn't get her clothes off at all. So no. I I thought that was very attractive. To be completely honest, uh, you like girls with their clothes on? Uh yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> We're exploring all our fantasies tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I know. I like. I like. I like um, women. This is horrible. This sounds gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is our. This is our R-rated. Um, you know, creepy version, creepy stalker version. Yeah. Um, so is she is the, is the female who is the boss of the Germans? Is she a colonel or something or? Uh, no, her name is Lola Pagola. So oh, she, wait, she was Lola Pagola. That's it. She was in the SS though. She had this pink the SS. Yeah, her SS band was pink. Yeah, so she had pink swastikas on yeah, there. Pink swastikas. Yeah, she's a nice touch, I think, because she's female, you know. Yeah, she. I guess there was a point where Hitler was like, yeah, you know, you know, females in the Nazi party should wear pink. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm certain that that was Adolf's choice. <laughs> Why don't we give them something cool and unique? Like, yeah. It was played by Maud Adams. I don't know who that is. Maud Adams was actually oh, yeah. in... Did, did the, she give birth to a child that wrote a Marvel <laughs> No. But this she one did the costuming for Spider-Man, did she? That was great. <laughs> she was in Octopussy. Oh, no shit. The man with the golden gun. Oh, she says she's a legit Bond girl. A view to kill. Yeah. Wait, what? Happy how, how anniversary, 007. Films? How is she in those three films? Like, oh. I get Octopussy. She would have been young then. But a, a, a No Time to Kill, that's like Pierce Andrea Brosnan. Andrea Anders. Was Isn't No wrong. Time to Kill Pierce Brosnan? Um, I, no, 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 I don't, no. I don't, I don't, have, no, a view to kill. A view to kill. Ah. Oh. She played Andrea Adams. Oh, shit, eh? Yeah. My guess is just a Bond girl. I guess girl. she's kind of pretty. She know. was also in Rollerball. Oh, shit, eh? That's yeah. a James Carr movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Ella. 
She was the, um, I believe, the main. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. You know, she's young and pretty. Yeah, you know, yeah. she was and she's talented. Yeah. The thing that impressed me about this one, you know, in this iteration of her, is the costuming. I actually kind of liked it. She looked awesome. She had like eighties power suits. Yeah, it's ridiculous. In the 40s. You know, pink swastikas aside. Yeah. She had awesome hair. Awesome hair. Yeah. That's Every possibly... scene, she had, like, this hairstyle that was, like, straight out of a magazine or something. They probably spent the most effort and money on her hair than yeah. any other facet of this film. Because, like, everyone else had, like, obviously hair to take care of as well, but it looks like they just got a wet wet mop and a blow dry. Yeah, literally. And this one would have spent fucking hours crafting the shit she had on her <laughs> And she had different costumes, which looked amazing. She had, like, power suit, like, safari jackets and shit like that with, yeah. like, shoulder blades. and Probably that's where all their budget went. Straight in her costume. Oh, yeah. shit, we're out of money. Yeah, and literally. Straight for that hairdresser from fucking Italy or whatever. <laughs> they literally just. Gaston. <laughs> Gaston, yeah. They just pull the script out of the typewriter as the writer's writing it. Fuck off, we can't pay you. And then just like. <laughs> and then they oh, had this, honest. like, uh, the Nazis also had this, like, assassin guy. Who's a fucking Nazi. The whole, <laughs> oh, my God. And he's got an extended family of assassins of that twins, keep, yeah. keep fucking dying or some shit. And he's always mourning their loss. Yeah, and he's having an um, an emasculating dick measuring contest with like oh, a yeah, Dolph Lundgren lookalike. Yeah, yeah. cheap Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, they, yeah. they literally they could. They Poor spent, man's Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> fuck, we got all these jackets. What are we? What are we gonna do? Can we get Dolph? No. Oh, no, well, fuck uh, it. We'll it's just too go. expensive right now. Yeah. So yeah. they went down to a gym, found someone grinding, yeah. and then <laughs> said, "You fucking." Yeah. <laughs> That was actually really cool. Um, I the one thing I found I really enjoyed is the 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 colonel's accent. I thought that was actually really cool. The British colonel. Yeah, like British sounding accent. No, but it was it was like it was ugly, uh, it, you know, gentlemanly. You know, yeah. it was like, fascinating. Like Hugh Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like I can't do it any but justice. Not, but not, I was like, not stuttering like Hugh Grant, but just you know that kind of intelligence level. Exactly. Hugh Grant tries to emulate. Yeah, he tries. He tries. <laughs> but it was like Mr. Ed almost. Oh, you know? Mr. Ed, the horse. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you know when, when when they have like jowls <laughs> and they become a little bit old. Oh yeah. Kind of the like voice yeah. wavers or whatever. Wavers. Yeah. yeah. It was fascinating like that. Yeah. But it was like it was like that cross with Richard Nixon. <laughs> Richard Nixon. Yeah. It was, I was a bit of American. I am not a group. I okay, yeah, 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 the deep voice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a very complex, you know, decoding and, and dismantling of that character. Like, well, I a lot I, of thought went into that. Yeah, all yeah. ninety three minutes were used effectively <laughs> in this film. I, I found out that he was also on the Australian theatre. Quite oh really? Yeah. With such great plays as Maud <laughs> of the Outback. No. <laughs> I think I think he did like a whole bunch of shit, and he really wanted to do Rent or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> fucking never got Rent. He's sorry. like, so I'm sick of fucking doing this Maud of the Outback play. I'm totally. fuck this shit. I'm going to Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, what about this? He calls him up. He's like, Look, check this out, motherfuckers. I'm in Jane Austen City. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and your Maud of the Outback shit. <laughs> Jane. Let's uh, talk about Jane. No, no, no. Jane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The star of the show, apparently. Yeah, doesn't do Although she doesn't much, do a lot, really. except she just sort of reacts to things taking clothes off. She does, exactly. She does the most in the third act, where she kind of, she makes friends with um, the most fucking whacked out <laughs> African <laughs> queen. I think that's a side narrative. That's not the main narrative. So well, she's she still not a part of the main narrative. 
it's no. all it's all it's all lumped on Jungle Jim, whatever the fuck Jim. his name yeah. is. That's his Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack. No. Jungle Jack. Jungle I couldn't Jim. say Jungle Jim because he's copyrighted. Really? Oh, isn't he an IP? Jungle Jim. Is it? Is it? I thought a Jungle Jim was a Jungle Jim. The thing that sits in the backyard. What? Like a gymnasium that's yeah, like jungle a kid's colored. jungle gym. Yeah, no, jungle gym's a character. Really? Yes. Granddad always called it a jungle gym. Yeah, jungle gym is a character. So, is a background kids playhouse not a jungle gym? That is also a jungle gym. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, wait, what am I? I've been saying yeah. this wrong the whole but time. There's a there's a jungle gym in pop culture. I swear to Christ. Fuck there off! Is. There is no J I M. Not GYM, obviously. Is he supposed to be a stereotype? Because he looks like one. So, okay, so British team has the Colonel. Yep. The Butler. Yep. Jane, who's apparently the star. Yep. And another guy called Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack. Yep. Jungle Jack is muscly. And it's actually the Flash. Yeah. From Not Flash, the Flash. Flash Gordon. It's Flash Gordon. No, yeah. From Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What's his name, Sam Neill? S- <laughs> Jim Jones? Sam Jones. Sam, Sam Jones. Jones. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> All these fucking names. Like, yeah, you think we'd Jim use Jones. Google and shit, but no. No, no We're going off the top of our heads today. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> just we're making well. shit up. We're doing well. Yeah, I don't even know if, if fucking CrossFit burns all these calories. Like, I don't even fucking... Or brain cells, yeah, like, like, obviously. <laughs> if you do fucking four hours of yoga in the morning, four hours of the afternoon, that's an eight-hour day, Matthew. What do you do for the rest of it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> trying to remember names and movies. Fucking... <laughs> I go home and play on my jungle gym. <laughs> okay, so we've yeah. combined, we've, we've established the British team. We've it's got the, the Colonel, characters. It's the Colonel, it's the Butler, it's Jane and Jungle Jack. Jungle, yeah. yeah. Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack. Jungle Jim. Jungle Jack. No, Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack. Jungle yeah. Jack. It was Sam Neill from Flash. Yeah, who was. No, who's Jim Jones? J- John. Sam what Jones. Don't say Sam Neill again. He said Sam Neill. Fucking Sam From Neil. Jurassic Park. He's stuck in my head all the time, this guy. Sam Neill. Yeah, I dream about him in night in weird ways. Oh, well, really? We won't get into that. That's okay. Yeah, we'll pin that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jones. Sam Jones. Right. Plays Jungle Jim. Jack, Jungle Jack. Okay, so, yeah, so the German the team. British team. <laughs> yeah, the British team. The German team has got that weird assassin dude with the family tree. The yep. And he's got the boss girl who's called Lola. Lola. Lola Pagola. Lola Pagola. And then the poor man's Dolph Lundgren. Yep. Okay. And and we've got a German now. Nazi scientist. Oh yeah, the who's tour like an guide. adventurer. He's like a oh shit. What's the Germans I, have a tour guide as well. He's a cartographer. Yeah. Yeah. He's largely not in the show. Like I don't think he even has a few lines. Yeah. He he's in a scene in the bar where he tries to learn from the British guys where yeah. the fucking thing is, and it turns yeah. out it's just on a painting in the bar. Uh, yes. And so they take. Oh, that's right. The cartographer. So they thinks, arrive in Africa. Yeah. And then uh, they go to the bar. Yep. And then they're like, oh shit, there's a lost city map on the wall there. Fuck. And it's just just an impressionistic uh, painting, not an actual map at all. And the cartographer's like, hey, the drunk guy, the drunk guy knew the secret of the painting. He was like, hey, you know that painting? That's the map to fucking lost city of diamonds. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. So they take this painting off the Which wall. Which is a bizarre set of circumstances, right? Because <clears throat> in that same bar space, at the same fucking table, you got the drunk guy spilling the beans about the map on the wall, and you've got the British team and the German team at the same fucking table all having a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's really odd. Not fighting or nothing. No. And then they start dancing, which is another thing we'll get into. Yeah, a whole bunch of <laughs> whole bunch of dudes just start dancing. Yeah, literally. What, like, what the fuck? They're all men, just all men dancing. Yeah. Yep. Makes no sense no. at all. To, no, at all. to anyone. And then they turned it into this like plot, you know, event where Jungle Jack gets kidnapped by the the Nazi team while the dancing was happening. And, Jungle Jacket spirited away and he's tied up on the ground and to a torture device that's largely inept. Yeah. But offers yeah. another opportunity for our heroic Jane to get a close off. So, you know, can you, just, can you just like hit the pause button for a second? Okay. And we think about how this production works, you know? Yeah. And the instructions the director gives. So he's like, hmm. all right, now, Jane, you got to come through the window here, all right? But don't forget. You gotta hook your collar on the corner window because we want your clothes to come off. <laughs> when you come down here to the ground to rescue Jack and from the torture device, we want you to do it in your underwear. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. It sounds great. Inspiring work. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening this entire time that that's going on? Well, basically, what like we were we were you, having. You could come through the front door like a normal person, but we want you to just have an excuse to get your clothes off. So we need the window. We want you to try the front door. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Try the front oh, door. Do you want me to kick it in or no? No, yeah. no. Just pull it two times. Just yeah. like yeah, just hold the door <laughs> handle and go. Whoop! Shit, that one's locked. You can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! And then and then what's <laughs> a great moment of no. empowering cinema for women, isn't it? It's a step in yeah. the right direction. Oh, I can't open the door. I can't Fuck open the fucking door because yeah. I turn the door handle. And turn, so shit, that's it. Yeah. The way she runs around, she runs, she lifts this whole thing, like this whole trap door off the roof, and then she like jumps down into it. Very close to the bar, I'm thinking, because she like Jane yeah, doesn't have to run that far. She just didn't fucking found where it was. Literally like the just shed found next door. It. Yeah. Yep. So He's going to be tied to the ground and we're going to take a whole bunch of native spears. We're going to tie them up to candles on these little things. We're going to light the candles so that as the candle so burns, burns the rope, rope yeah. the things are going to start falling classic, down. Classic Bond. Bond-esque you know, thing. device. Yeah. I then, feel like a Bond villain would use that because it's extremely clever. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> and then what's going to happen is you're going to try and come in. You're going to cut him off. You're going to cut off his legs first and then you're going to cut off his left arm so that like the, he, it's not restrained. There's only one restraint left but at the very end of it the last spear is going to come through and it's oh, yeah. going to take him right through the heart and she was and really like she was really clever in the way she did it you know like how she jumped down and the clothes came off and she ran over to him and she straddled him like they were having sex yeah and the camera was right behind her butt so when she bent over the top of him we just got a big old view of her with all the, all the nine yards there <laughs> the whole nine yards so yeah, instead of like a standard close up of her hands untying the rope yeah we get a standard close up of her arse See, and, and camel toe we didn't <laughs> We didn't get a single opportunity to see her actually cut any of these things. No, no inserts whatsoever. Because it was right this under her butthole. Standard film like, practice is throwing yeah. your inserts in, which inserts. is like untying the rope, the rope. on the hand, you know, and maybe her face going, come on, hurry up. You know, something like that. 
But not the camera yeah. is like, you know what? I'm having a lazy day. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I copied while I'm doing all this right close here. up shit. Yeah. I'm just gonna park the camera right here, you know, <laughs> and I'm just gonna let it on autopilot. I'm just gonna go and have a coffee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she can untie him and I'll be back. We'll come back and see what happens. <laughs> and then he's able because she takes all three off and he's only got one hand left, just as they're about to both get fucked up, he grasps her and yeah. then rolls oh, over into the missionary position. Into the missionary position. Yeah, that's right. And all she has to say is uh, Which is a classic movie, by the way. I mean, how many movies have we seen the missionary me. position happen before? Yeah, I'm sick. That of happens me. a lot. Yeah. But the, the thing that takes the cake with this one is different to all the others because all the others were done, like, if we can say tastefully, right? This one was just like a straight up porn angle of, yeah. like, you know, him, her legs completely spread apart, like, as if they're actually fucking. Yeah. And, you know, whereas if you can try and remember other missionary positions in other movies, we don't get that angle. It's usually just shot sideways or in profile yeah. from like the chest to the head. Yep. So we get their chest and head in the shot and one's on top of the other, obviously. So that's yeah. that's their missionary, yeah. you know? But this one's just like, fuck it. The camera's going to go right up in the coitus. <laughs> in the coitus. <laughs> We're going to get right in the action of the coitus. Yeah. Right in the action. Right in the the camera's right there. And, oh you know, God. you just you don't see any heads in the shot. No identity. Just the coitus. It's just fucking ass and spread legs. Bam. Straight in there. Just the coitus. That's, that's Sam Jones' missionary in cinema. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking sick of missionary position in film. Oh, it's boring for you. I'm just fucking sick of it. Some people still find it exciting. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I'm Christians. like, <laughs> fuck them. I'm just so sick of it. I'm sick of the only option, me being offered. Well, you, just, you prefer doggy? You reckon they should have rolled over into a doggy position? Yeah. If she had, if, if it had been like that, then they could hook the camera up on this. Why stop kit. there? I mean, they could have rolled over and twisted and just gone straight into 69. Yeah, why not? I don't give a fuck. Come on, Jack. We have to get out of here. Like, That's inspiring, cinema. <laughs> It's, yeah, that's an inspiring director. Yeah. yeah. If she was rolling over... That's she... your vanilla missionary shit. That's just uninspired direction. The idea that it, they could put it in a gimbal and then like in a in a cylindrical gimbal and just roll it over, have it attached to like one of their asses so that the camera rolls with the ass <laughs> the, the whole time and so that you can see it like roll in and then out. I would have put like a... I would have put a POV cam on his dick. On his dick. <laughs> So, so we see his groin sit on the lens when she's undoing the rope. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we just got like the whole nine yards oh, gross here. Right in the so, coitus. Yep. And then and then the spear comes down, he's like, fuck. And so you roll over, the camera rolls over, and you just get like coitus straight in there. <laughs> I feel like I should have been a porn director. I would have made exciting pornos. But let's let's clarify here. It's not like like the actual titty films, you know, that Ed Wood did. Um, we don't actually see any boobies in this film. There are no boobs. No. But there's there's plenty of like what we would call like what porn angle camera angles suggestive porn camera camera angles. Yeah. We're just like where most cinematographers would be like, no, 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 I'm not putting the fucking camera there. Yeah. You know, we're not getting a close-up of that hmm. in a Hollywood 60-foot screen. I'm thinking Can that you this- imagine that, by the way? Can we just, like, sit in an audience with, like, a 30, 40-foot silver screen, you know, 60-foot in some cases, you know, and just just this huge fucking camel toe <laughs> in close-up. 
<laughs> on the fucking screen like that. And then and then the actress is sitting there at the premiere with her mother going, Oh, you know, mum, this is me and this film. This is I'm my so big proud. shot. Ready yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm ready for my close up now. Mr. DeVille. I would love that. If 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 I was a sixty foot camel toe. <laughs> if someone gave me a sixty foot camel toe, <laughs> but I was in like a really good film, I wouldn't give a shit. I, oh, I okay, like yeah. say sixty foot camel toe in, in say Schindler's List. Yo, small. Yeah, ist gut, yeah. Yeah, which is glorious on the sixty foot silver screen. <laughs> Make sure you trim those edges, yeah. Please do. <laughs> How would you do this film? Would you redo it as a porn? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck I yeah. Love that. That, 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 that decibel drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd fucking do that. Yeah. I do like a I do like a C grade porno parody, right? But then I'd also I'd also have try my hand at, at redoing this as a regular story too. So oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. I'm gonna release it as like a director's special edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one is the film, yeah. the story, and yeah. this too is the porno. The porno. <laughs> <laughs> the penis only vision cut. Let's see JV Hi-Fi try and market that one. <laughs> this one has to be a steel book. Yeah. <laughs> Special slipcase. <laughs> Put that online and be prophylactic concluded, like slipcase. Oh, yeah. So what happens after the torch scene? I was just going to end talking about it. Like, really? I was just going to wrap it up. Finish the story, man. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So they, they rescue each other. They finish their missionary shit, you know. Then they escape to go and find the actual city because the Nazis are uh, ahead. The Nazis that's are right. Ahead. Nazis got the, got the head start because they're busy fucking yeah. in the barn. So they go and they get captured on their way to find the Nazis. Who's they? The, the British. British. Yeah, the British go and they get captured to find on their way to find the Nazis by... Um, these tribesmen that and get taken to this. Yeah, which I feel are like the biggest caricature of like white man's impressions yeah. of Africans you've ever fucking seen. But from the way that this, I'm like not... you can see it in their in the extras' eyes, like they're sitting around there banging their drums and hooping and hollering, you know, and they're just they're just like soulless. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, like fucking kill me now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so they're captured. They're captured by these like caricatures, and they get taken to like a mini like nineteen eighties Wakanda, which is oh okay. It's it's well, it's this hidden away African area. Oh, it's like a it's like a it's like a um like a not a not a pyramid. It's like a ziggurat, right? Like a what a what? Yeah, like she's sitting in front of a ziggurat, like a small pyramid. What the fuck's a ziggurat? A ziggurat is a pyramid from like Indonesia. Fuck off! It is. Yeah. How do you spell? I no. I, that's not. Oh, okay. So we, we've we stumped you again. No, fuck all that fucking no. gymming, Z- and the grinding no. in the gym. How do you spell Killing it? Zig. Z- 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 I- G- yeah. This doesn't fucking exist. I did physics in university. Well, physics has got nothing to do with ziggurats. Ziggurat Global Institute of Technology. No. Oh Maybe no! It's like it a Mayans thing. Yeah. yeah. In like the a Mayans you know, thing. The, Fucking Philippines or whatever. What the fuck? No, yeah, a cigarette. Ancient temples. Do you know how I know about cigarettes, Jay? Oh, fuck, I really don't care. No, I was reading a Tarzan book by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Oh the <laughs> fucking guy in one novel, he got kidnapped by uh, some slave traders, mm. um, like drugged and kidnapped or some shit, and then they crash landed on um, like 
Uh, Who's the guy? It'd be like the Philippines or something. I don't know. Anyway, so he's wandering around the jungles of the Philippines and he comes across... Oh, no, it's not the Philippines because they were doing blood sacrifice. Yeah. Might have been the Mayans. Where are the Mayans? It's South Americans. Peru, right? South America. Yeah. Okay, so he probably crash-landed there and there, he came across this like girl that was going to get blood sacrificed on a ziggurat. He called it a ziggurat. Huh. The thing about ziggurats is that they're not straight. Like pyramids are straight, right? Mm. Or straight edges. Ziggurats are steps all yeah. the way up to the top. They're incremental. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you when you really get close enough to a pyramid, they're all fucking steps. Are they? Like those Egyptian it's, ones. It's, it's I thought they were like I thought they were like smooth. Not all the time. No. Couldn't you like you very know, rarely now they are sit in a fruit bowl and shimmy down that thing? Yeah, very rarely now they would be because there'd be there's chunks taken out of a whole bunch of them. Just Google a fucking image of a pyramid. Oh, man. now from yeah. weather weather worn or whatever. Yeah. No, back in the ancient days, this shit had steps. Yeah, a ziggurat yeah. is built differently to a pyramid. Yeah. But pyramids would have had in, in, like installments as they yeah. went. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, <laughs> that's a ziggurat. I kind of feel like she was sitting in front of a ziggurat. Yeah. You know, it looked like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really small. It's like about as small as like a house. About as big as the budget would allow. Yeah. Which is like literally <laughs> nothing. The size of like one story. Yeah. It's it's like a big <laughs> it's kid's. As big as they got in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a big kid's jungle gym. They had right? labor law issues. In Africa. The slaves were like, no, I'm not working. I'm fucking doing that. Building cigarettes, man. Fuck off. The fucking pyramids are in Africa. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Egypt, Egypt. <laughs> I fucking miss that. Egypt is Africa. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, so she goes there and it turns out yeah. that this entire place likes women, but it doesn't like men, which I'm fully fucking on board with because they tied up all the men and left Jane. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jane yeah. oddly just had a cup of tea with like the queen of Africa. Who also like only oh, yeah. the In most bizarre interesting twist, twist of fate. This is a like nice you know, little plot twist. Yeah. Not but, Afro, actually African. No, she's African, but she's like not like really African. Yeah. She's like, she was born there. She's royalty. So she yeah. is a descendant. Her parents right, died. She's educated at Oxford. Educated at Oxford. <laughs> If that's Oxford, so she literally comes over and goes, "Oh, hello, chappies. What are you up to? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I come to you." Yeah. And she has the most posh, like, <laughs> ways of talking about things. Yeah. It was an absolute drab, darling. It was yeah. insane. <laughs> I could not believe it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's going to nowhere. Like yeah. the rest of them are jumping and hooping all around like caricatures out of the fucking. Oh, it was it was ugly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she's here with her legs crossed and sucking on a cup of tea. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they had um, they had wine. <laughs> which i didn't think you'd pick up too easily in fucking central africa yeah yeah she had huge bottles of like glasses of wine like uh 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 what are they called so so sam jones or jungle jack and the colonel and the butler are tied up on a pole yeah and um uh jane and the queen are just shooting the shit yep oh can we just spend a second and talk about how the queen was sitting on her throne spread legged everything just coming back to that softcore oh, porn yeah. thing i feel everything. like the director is really wanting something yeah you can see a breathe it's quite but he's fucking just gross. he's just not allowed to shoot porn yeah he's like fuck, fuck it. it i'm gonna just try as best i can the what was this film rated like an <laughs> M? he was sitting on the chair and one leg was propped over the armrest arm on the rest? left and one leg was propped over the armrest on the right yeah. it's just like literally looks like she's about to give birth to a child <laughs> and jane's sitting in front of her jane it was it was just as bad like her dress was was pulled apart so that you could see all her underwear and she yeah. wasn't sitting in a ladylike way either no, no, no. 
and then this they is what we got. facing each other as well so you get these kind of homoerotic undertones which is beautiful and interesting but it's also like why is this <laughs> happening now like what it's not beautiful or interesting when you think about that's all male erotic fantasy oh yeah no no, no. Know, it's if clearly it's, what the director's going for yeah oh, yeah fair i just saw it yeah no yeah. yeah, I just thought like, hey, representation of two women being interested in one another is fascinating. But yeah, it's actually only for male uh, men's and benefit of pornography. Yeah, fucking lesbians. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I wish that? I could shoot a lesbian scene, but I can't. So I'll just spread their legs. Yeah, and have them talk <laughs> whilst getting a little bit drunk at each and other. Frame that. I'll frame that glorious spread leg moment. Sixty foot screen. <laughs> I think that this actor, she's unfortunately gone through like some disgusting contractual. As much as we find it funny to talk and laugh about, I, know, I think it's normalized in those days, isn't it? Like, you, if no, you're a female not, actress, not... you are almost expected to. Because let's like, let's not forget. I mean, we all know the casting couch shit was going on. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, this actual actor, she's gone in there, and it's probably like we laugh at it now because it's in a text that we can like giggle and and yeah. tweet at. Yeah. But she's probably gone through a whole bunch of really horrifying shit. Yeah, and this oh, is yeah. contractually here. That's like, oh, I really don't look. I I don't feel like I, jumping she through the window. She would have done that. And, she would have done that. She. This is like the eighties. unfortunate. That's what I yep. mean. She would have had to have done it really because everyone's being such a grub about it. Well, yeah, there was a level of expectation for her to perform like that, like a fucking sexualized monkey. Yeah, it's gross. You know, um, but Give like how many time times was she was she had the wind up her skirt and yeah, like Pagola was literally it. sitting next to her in the same. Space and yep. she didn't get any wind up her cooch. <laughs> <laughs> all, all her clothes, Gola's clothes, besides one or two outfits, she had pants that tucked into boots. Yeah. yeah. And she had a pretty long skirt on one point. It was very tight. So yep. no matter how hard that wind blew. <laughs> Stop blowing anywhere. Fuck no. Whereas, like, like Jane was always wearing those big, flowy, kind of hippie-looking skirt things that would just—you just had to, you know, the fucking thing would float up. <laughs> yeah, and Pagola's literally like a wind going up her skirt is like uh, trying to whistle through a fucking penne. Like, it's just <laughs> nothing's moving. Yeah, no. yeah. So yeah, well, that was the film. All right, Jane. What'd you, uh, what'd you think, really? I actually thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, but um, obviously that's the wrong audience reaction. Like we're meant to be yeah excited. Oh it's my an God. adventure. Yeah. It's an adventure film yeah. with just so much sexual assault, so much <laughs> and <laughs> exploitation. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's an adventure film, right? But I did not feel that this was a, as fun as like Indiana Jones obviously I mean it's a shit movie so what am I supposed to say yeah this is great I feel yeah it was good to see Sam Jones again because like honestly that guy was just forgotten after Flash Gordon wasn't it and then 10 years later he pops up in this piece of shit and then Ted and that's it and then that Australian like theatre actor giving it his all in Hollywood yeah that's right fucking over his friends I lost it my money fuck you guys back in fucking Outback (laughs) Theatre <laughs> the local civic hall. Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Never fucking returning to QPAC. I'm not fucking doing it. All right. So how yeah. would you remake this movie? What would you do? To be completely honest, I I I've barreled through the porn idea. I would have the butler played by like Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, like Danny just, DeVito. Yeah. In a, in the parody porn or the real story? Uh, parody porn. But I would. I'd It'd probably... be interesting seeing you know Danny DeVito doing a bit of action. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a bit On of the screen. Smut. Yeah. Yeah. To be completely honest, I think you could remake it with the same premise into a serious film 
But you'd have to tread the line between doing too much Raiders of the Lost Ark. You'd have Ark. to be inspired. You'd yeah. have to be like fully fucking inspired by the comics if, to make a pretty significant conversion. Massive diversion. If yep. you did this comic source material as serious as it is, but also be like a Matthew Vaughn kick-arsian film, I think that could work. Like full-on action, just intense all the time. Yeah, and but comedic action like kick-ass. Oh, you're going to do an action comedy. Yeah, like Kick-Ass. I'm going to stick with my porn parody. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. I, think, I think it'll be like very interesting. I reckon mine would end up becoming how like a cult film. Have you ever watched a porn movie, like a full porn film from Womb to Tomb? I saw um, Zorro's Gay Blade. Are you serious? Is that, fucking, <laughs> is that a real film? Yeah. Google oh. it. I, I will be. Like, <laughs> trust me. Zorro's, Zorro's Gay, gay Blade. Blade. Yep. Can they say Zorro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, He's not porn parodies back in the sixties stole intellectual property like there was mad. There a gay porn in the sixties. Yes, Fuck called off. Zorro's Gay Blade. Bullshit. Yeah, really. Mm. Zorro's Gay Blade, dude. There's like heaps of gay porn over in Europe during that time. But that sounds that sounds oddly kind of homophobic. Like we're not talking about America here. America was homophobic. Oh, it was yeah, illegal. Yeah. But over in Europe, shit went everywhere. Holy shit! Yeah. The Gay Blade, George yeah. Hamilton. Zorro's gay blade. That's George Hamilton. Oh my fucking god. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like I've, I, I, I'm not a porn watcher, but I feel like I've like kind of know enough about mainstream and what you see in like Zach and Miri make a porno. I kind of get it, <laughs> you know, that I could pull off a parody here and yeah. it would fucking work. Yeah, no, it could definitely work. Yeah. I find I, I, I have It's got all the perfect parts, isn't it? I mean, like when when Jungle Jack was tied up in the torture machine, I mean obviously, yeah. you know, she jumps on him, they root, and he rolls over and missionary. It's all fucking there. What? I don't even have to change the script and the shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> well if for porn movies though, for like even if you're just recreating them, don't they have to have do you wait right to the end or do you have like action set pieces of of fucking is that what do you mean action set pieces of fucking? What does that so mean? So like an, a normal action film will have three set pieces. A normal Hollywood action film will have three oh, okay. set pieces. Like a Marvel movie has three to four. Mm. So you'd have one in the prologue. You'd have one in the at the end of the first act, end of the second act. Oh, oh act. how many times they root in the film? Yeah. I don't know. How many times does she get a gear off? Eight. Yeah, well, eight times then. Oh my god! Could you imagine yep. someone just working their way through it? You have yeah. to make it like a mini series. I mean, if you if you link. There's the porn sex scenes to every moment in this movie where her clothes just magically fall off. Be dry. Uh, you know, that would be how many times they root in the film. Oh. So, you know, when like she jumps out in the window to rescue Jack, clothes rip off. That's yep. that's a scene. When she's in the airport and the fucking trolley comes past and rips her clothes off, Jack's like, yep, one more time. <laughs> when she walks past this monkey in a bar and it rips her clothes off, that's a <laughs> Which is weird because it's a monkey. Yeah, and but, the monkey you know, starts laughing at it too. There's like a little laugh no. track thing over I was it. thinking like, like hey. it'd be weird for her to fuck a monkey because, you know. It's... Yeah, it'd be so weird for her to fuck a monkey. <laughs> I think but it's, it's the 60s. It's, it's, it's the 60s. Reality. We're just fucking oh, yeah. trialing everything here. Just go with the flow.